Hi there, it's Christina Jolly, and I am your host for Believe for Bigger podcast. I am excited you are back, and if this is your very first time connecting with me, I encourage you to go back and actually listen to a couple of different episodes, but every month I am actually having a theme, I'm having a focus, and for the month of June of 2022, we are actually focusing on the promises of God, and last week I spoke on believing, obeying, and stepping, and uh, how belief and faith um, go together, and our anchor scripture for this particular series is Isaiah 46 and 10, and it says, only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass for whatever I, uh, for I do whatever I wish, and As we're talking about the promises of God, I want to title this particular podcast, Go First and Go Fearless. And I really, really believe um, that a lot of times when God is calling us to believe in Him, to obey and to step into what is next, what He's calling us to our next season, a lot of times we are going to be the trailblazers. We are going to be the ones who have actually have gone first. Now I looked up the word trailblazer because you guys know I'm all about definitions and it's basically a pioneer, an innovator, and God is actually asking us to have courage, right? To be bold, to be brave, right? And in Joshua 1.9, God gives us a command. He tells us to be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So many times when God is asking us to do something, especially when it's something that we've never done before, maybe we have people around us who have never done a particular thing, and we often wonder, How can I even do that, right? So I want to ask you, what is it that God has been asking you to do? What are those nudges that you've been feeling God is asking you to do? And, you know, what are you doing with that? Um, It could be to start a brand new business. It could be to maybe perhaps, you know, pick up your family and move to a new city. It could be to get that college degree. It could even be to actually get, um, you know, um, remove yourself from a particular group of friends and a very unhealthy relationship. Only you know what God is urging you and tugging you to do next. But I'm going to tell you whatever God is actually telling you to do, urging you to do, nudging you to do, leading you to do inviting you to do it's actually only going to benefit you it's actually going to really put trust and faith in God and actually move you and elevate you to the next level so I have three things that I want to focus on in this particular podcast the first is when God is asking you to do something when God is asking you to believe him to obey and to step into whatever is next. Number one, a lot of times it's not going to make sense. It's really not going to make common sense. It's going to be a little bit maybe outside the box. It'll be outside your comfort zone. Perhaps it's going to be something that you've never really done before and you wonder, 
okay, God, like, did I hear you right? You know, do I really have what it takes to do what you have called me to do? And the Bible scripture that I want to back this up in is Joshua 3 and 4. And in that particular Bible scripture, it says, you have not passed this way before. And just to give you a little background, um, Israel was finally about to cross the Jordan and enter into their promised land. And in Joshua 3, 3 and 4, um, it says, you have not passed this way before. This was all new territory, meaning that there were going to be new challenges, new enemies, new surroundings. And a lot of times God asks us to do something new, right, that we've never done before. We've never passed this way before. We think we don't have enough experience. We think we don't have the right connections, you know. Um, We may think that, hey, we're really not qualified. And I want you to think about a time where God has really urged you to do something new, something different, something outside your comfort zone. And as I was reflecting on what I wanted to share, what came to mind for me was um, shortly after I got married in 2019, I got married in October 2019, and I took a few months off to get re um, to get acquainted to obviously I moved to a new town with my husband new home uh, new routine I was 30 minutes away from my hometown and so there was a lot of new in my life right and so I took some time to really just get um, you know myself familiar with my new surroundings right everything was new and so for the first couple of months um, I actually didn't work And I was actually just trying to get my mind um, situated, um, trying to, you know, make this home of ours, um, our home versus it just being my husband's home. You know, there were some adjustments that needed to be made, you know, just for me moving um, into a whole new place, right? And so I really just took that time to really just get um, comfortable, uh, if you will. And so as I was um, thinking about, okay, so what's going to be my next step? You know, what, what um, opportunity, where will I work? You know, um, I actually decided I was so very, very thankful and grateful. Um, my husband said, if you could actually work closer to home, that would be even greater. And all you have to do is actually, you know, see if you can try to find something that was, um, part-time right and um, I was again still trying to get acquainted of being a wife and um, our home was uh, obviously much larger from what I lived in as a single person and so I had to take a lot of you know different considerations factors in place and so um, I remember right before I left the job that I had previously I had a good friend of mine who called me and she said, Hey, um, I don't even know if you're looking, but I actually think that you would be good for a particular job. And, uh, she said, I just got out of a board meeting and the lady that is at that job is actually going to be retiring. And I really think that you would be good for it. 
And so, um, again, I didn't go looking for this job. I hadn't even really mentioned to her that I was looking for a job actually closer to home or anything like that. So I said, you know, well, just send me the information. You just never know. Um, a few days later, she sent me, you know, the, um, the description and, uh, job description and everything that I would be responsible for. And so, um, I decided to apply, you know, I talked it over with my husband and we just felt like, okay, you know, God is, um, pushing me and urging me to, uh, apply for this position. And, um, I did, I applied for the position and I met with the, um, with the, I was actually hired on by a board of directors. And when I met with them and they saw my resume, they saw, you know, everything that I had accomplished. Um, I'm not trying to brag on myself, but I have a master's degree in counseling. Um, I'm not a licensed counselor. Um, I never got my license to practice. Um, but I have a lot of schooling, right? And so I remember whenever I spoke to the lady who was retiring, she said, I have a question for you. And I said, sure. She said, I just wonder why, why do you want this job? She said, um, you're like overqualified for this. You do realize that, right? And I said, yeah, I am. Um, I realized that I said, but I'm also looking for a job that's closer to my home. It was going to be about 15 minutes. Um, and I, um, I'm new to the area and really the location and the, the fact that it's a part-time job and I actually get health insurance is actually a bonus to me. And she said, okay, well, I was just curious. And so if you really take a step back, that job really just didn't make a whole lot of sense for me to take. Um, again, on paper, I was overqualified. And again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I was overqualified for that position. And really, the reason I wanted it was, again, I needed health insurance. I wanted a part-time job and I wanted to be closer to home, right? And so... A lot of times when God opens up doors or presents us with opportunities, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But now, as I look back at it, right, I was there for about a year and a half. Um, it was right before um, these, this whole pandemic started. And um, it actually was a blessing in disguise because I worked in an office by myself I wasn't surrounded by a whole bunch of people. I was able to go into that organization and actually clean up and just kind of bring them up to speed with um, current policies and plans in place. And so it gave me a lot of downtime. I had a lot of, you know, the world was basically shutting down. And I remember at one point they encouraged me to work from home. But honestly, I just couldn't get the computer um, situation. And I said, really, I don't mind going into the office. I'm not being surrounded by a whole bunch of people. I had my door locked. Um, you know, I had a sign on the door if anybody needed to um, uh, come into the office. They would just call me on the phone. I mean, I was really set up in a good way where I wasn't exposed to a whole lot of people. And during that downtime, I was actually able to get a lot of things done, put things in order in the office, the way I would have want, you know, things to be run. And I was able to, as I'm working in the office, I'm by myself, 
I actually was able to feed my mind with uh, sermons, with um, motivational podcasts, because as I'm working, I'm listening at the same time. And so number one, when God asks you to do something or he opens up a door, guess what? A lot of times it's not going to always make sense, right? Um, And I think sometimes we hinder our growth because we want it to make sense. You know, we look to it and think, um, is this really God? You know? And so, um, we really have to trust and believe that God has opened that door for a reason. So number two is people, family, those around you are not going to understand. They may ask you, why are you doing this? Maybe you've been set up at a job for a long time. 10 plus years uh, as an example and all of a sudden you get an opportunity to do something else and um, people may question a lot of times people they don't understand because guess what it's new to them it's different and a lot of times you know they may have uh, a fear for you they may say well what if it doesn't work out You know, are you sure you're actually making the right decision? You know, are you sure you heard from God? You know, all of those things, which leads me to Galatians 1 and 10. And I really like this in the Passion Translation. It says, I'm obviously not trying to flatter you or water down my message to be popular with men. But my supreme passion is to please God. For if all I attempt to do is please people, I fail to be a true servant of Christ. That Bible verse right there was just an like an awakening uh, for me when I first heard it. So basically what it's saying is, you're not here to please other people. You're not here to please, um, you know, your parents. You're not here to please your children, even your spouse. You are here to be a servant to God. So whatever God is actually leading you, asking you to do, you actually have to trust that. You have to have the faith and the belief knowing that, hey, if God is telling you to do it, then that settles it. It's not up for debate. It's not up for discussion. Now, I'm not saying that if, um, you know, if you're a single person, obviously it's a lot easier to make those decisions than if you are married. So if you're a married person, obviously you have to make that uh, decision, whatever God's asking you to do, you got to discuss it with your spouse. You can't just go and say, you know what, I quit my job or, um, you know, I took a job in another city and not consult with your spouse. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is when it comes to pleasing people or pleasing God, we have to choose. And this Bible verse is clearly telling us that if we are a servant of the Lord, we please God first and not others. And as a recovering people pleaser, um, and I know some of you who are listening are as well, we have to be reminded that we are to be true to the calling and the, um, the nudges, the, um, you know, the tugs from God. And if people are around us and they don't understand, 
that's none of your business. You know what I mean? You don't owe anybody an explanation. So number three is trust. Trust in God and trust in yourself. And believe that when you do trust, you're actually building a deeper relationship with God, right? You're actually trusting God to lead you to whatever is next. Which leads me to Jeremiah 17, 7. It says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in Him. When we have true confidence in God, we know that we can trust God and know that He has our best interest at heart. A lot of times, again, it may not make sense. People may question, right? But we truly have to trust in God. And God um, wants us to fully put our trust in Him, right? Um, a lot of times we, as individuals, people, we actually want to know how it's all going to work out. God never promises us a full picture, but He does promise He will never leave us nor forsake us, you know? He is always with us. We have to be okay with not knowing every single detail. The key to elevation is actually being obedient and actually stepping in the step that God is leading you. I saw one of my friends, she put a post, um, and I'm going to paraphrase this because I don't have it pulled up. But in her post, it says, um, take one step at a time. Um, something to the effect of, you know, you don't have to see the entire staircase. And I think a lot of times that's where a lot of us really, really hinder our growth. We hinder our, um, our next step is because we're wondering, okay, God, like, how is this going to work out? And how are you going to do this? Um, early on when I started this podcast, I actually did a podcast um, I don't remember the exact title, something to the effect of the box of, I don't understand. And there are things that happen in our life. There are, you know, just events that happen in our life that we have no explanation for. We don't understand why that happened. You know, when I think of that, I think about losing my brother-in-law almost 10 years ago, who was very healthy, very vibrant, very um, outgoing, full of life. He was a man of God. He was on fire for God. And within a 24-hour period, no lie, he was taken. Done. You know what I mean? Like, he got, he was sick, didn't realize he was as sick as he was. By the time he got to the hospital, it was too late. You know, they had tried to pump him with um, really strong antibiotics and it just didn't work. Um, and I mean, just it almost seemed like in a blink of an eye, he was gone. Um, and it was it was just crazy to believe to think that somebody that was pretty healthy uh, person, um, he was early 40s and um and just to think that, oh my gosh. And so the, I know for me personally, like the way that I personally dealt with that was, I just don't understand, you know? And I'm, I can get stuck in trying to 
make myself understand, pleading with God to understand. And yes, maybe God will give me a revelation down the road. But all I can say is there are some things that we just don't understand. We have to be okay with knowing that we have to put our faith and our trust in God and realizing that, you know what, all things work together for the good for those who are called according to his purpose. That's in Romans 8.28. And so the second part of trusting God is also trusting yourself. You know, I don't think we're taught this enough. I don't think we're taught to um, really trust in our own um I'm not here to say that we don't trust God and we don't trust um, in his, in, in faith and, and his belief. But a, a lot of times, you know, God wants us to, it's a two way street when we're walking with God, we actually have to do our part, right? And we actually have to trust what we know, the wisdom that he's given us, the discernment that he's given us. And I think a lot of times, especially as, as women, we're taught to second guess. We're taught fear of failure. We're taught fear of making mistakes. We're, we're taught like, oh my gosh, like if we do this and it doesn't work out, that's the end of the world. And that's not the case. God's going to direct your steps and he's going to get you back on the path that you need to um, actually be on. And I firmly believe we as women, we have that inner knowing, that intuition um, that is just, it's there, you know, we, we know it, we feel it. Um, and especially if you are a believer in Jesus Christ, if you have received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and savior, we have the gift of the Holy spirit and he is a guide and he nudges us. And there's times where we have that nudging inside of us, but yet we second guess, we shrink back we think, oh, I don't think I really heard God right. You know, we start to doubt. We start to fear. We start to wonder, oh my goodness, what if this doesn't work out? You know, um, I've had this conversation with my husband many, many times, you know, as he is an entrepreneur and has been in the business, uh, had his own business, uh, yet he owns a machine shop. Um, I want to say, I think it's like 37 years, you know, um, he he doesn't necessarily believe in mistakes. He's just like, Hey, we just need to do something. And if we, and it happens to fail, if it happens not to work out, okay, we're going to figure it out. You know, there's always a solution. And, you know, since I've actually heard him, you know, um, have to troubleshoot and really work out some situations in his business, you know, I've actually seen that process in play. You know, there's certain things where certain um, uh, situations that come up and he's thinking that it's going to go a certain way when God just turns up and says, okay, no, we're not going to do it this way, you know? And so we truly have to trust um, our ability to hear what God is telling us, the whispers And, um, that's again, why I'm just such a firm believer in getting quiet. I'm just a believer. And y'all have heard me talk about this time and time again of tuning out the unnecessary voices, tuning out the noise and getting quiet 
so you can hear what God is leading you to next. So I hope this really blessed you. Um, I want you to remember that if God is, uh, you know, giving you that tug, you feel that um, urge to do something new, you get a new vision, you have a new dream, all of that is from God. You know, those desires are from the Lord and God is not going to lead you to a place where you're actually going to fail. You know what I mean? Um, that's taken me a, a while to really grasp that. Um, I saw in another quote, it said something like, God's not going to rep- uh, wreck his reputation on, uh, wreck his reputation with you. In other words, if something doesn't work out, there was something in that for you to learn, for you to grow. Like nothing is a waste. And in this um, season that we're in, the promises of God, we have to stand on those particular promises. I gave you several Bible scriptures, but I want you to realize that God wants you to be fearless. God promises he's never going to leave you. God tells us that he's always going to be by our side, right? And he's going to give us that gentle whisper, the gentle nudge, like, hey, this is the way that you should go. So number one, when God is asking you to do something new out of your comfort zone, something you've never done before, number one, it's not going to always make sense. Number two, there's going to be people around you that are not going to understand They're going to wonder why you're doing what you're doing. And number three, you have to trust God and you also have to trust yourself. So that is um, this week's podcast. I really hope this blessed you. If it did, share it with a friend. Um, I know you know someone who really needs this word. And I have a special treat for you guys next week. I am actually going to interview my friend, Sarah. She's going to come on the podcast and I've given her some questions. I don't want to give too much away, but um, she's really taken a leap of faith. And uh, she and I have been on a growth journey for probably the last year. And uh, I'm excited for you to hear from her. Um, and last, um, if you are near around the Corpus Christi, Texas area, I'm hosting a masterclass on uh, Thursday, June 23rd. It's going to be from 7 to 9 p.m. Tickets are on Eventbrite. They're $35. I'm asking you to make an investment. I'm inviting you to for a night of elevation, a night of inspiration. Uh, it's at the Leon Garza Event Center on Castorius. And... Um, I really, really want you to join me there. And um, if you have any questions, just reach out to me and, uh, you know, feel free to invite a friend. I just know that it's going to be an evening where I am really just um, been getting a lot of downloads from God. Um, I've been working behind the scenes, just trying to get everything together. And I'm really excited for it uh, as I'm about to launch um, a personal one-on-one coaching program. I'm working on a um, on a, a course, an online course as well. And so there's a lot of things that are that God is really just putting into my spirit and asking me to go first. And I can't tell you to go first if I'm not willing to go first and there's a lot of things that are way outside of my comfort zone but guess what I know that God is with me I know God is for me and I know God wants 
to see me uh, succeed in everything. And as long as I continue to put him first, I know I won't lose. So with that being said, I hope you guys have an awesome week. God is good. You are blessed.